Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of people have interest in. I kind of find myself, again, in sessions or just, you know, anywhere talking about the evil eye. So I'm going to just give a little bit of, like, background on it, things to help protect yourself from the evil eye, what it really means, uh, and... I hope it helps you. I don't I hope it doesn't you know bring any fear, but it's just it's good to be prepared. If anyone doesn't really believe in it, that's fine. It's totally up to you, but I found that a lot of people that I'm around especially believe in it. So I thought I would do an episode just on that so people can come back and reference it so I don't have to keep again explaining myself over and over how to protect yourself against evil eye. So, hope you guys enjoy the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and list some of the symptoms of like the illnesses that the evil eye can inflict. A lot of people don't really uh, know what they are. So I just thought by like listing some of the symptoms, it might be able to um, help you more understand it. So it can cause a loss of appetite, excessive yawning, hiccups, vomiting, fever, fatigue, insomnia depression, diarrhea, it can also cause um, eye spasms, they also say people who are cross-eyed are inflicted by evil eye, but I'm not really sure about that. Some more symptoms are tremors, anorexia, uh, having a weight on your chest, talkativeness, hyperactivity, estrangement between one or two people, um, conflict among family members, it's very persistent, a seizure-like state, psychotic disturbance, violent behavior, aggression, bizarre movements and imaginations, blindness, altered consciousness, and economic loss. So again, these are the symptoms listed that are pretty extensive. But it's paleness of the face, congestion in the area of the chest, a moving headache, feeling of extreme heat, sweating, especially in the back of the neck and back. And the degree of sweating depends on the power of the afflicted evil eye, numbness in arms and legs, continuous yawning in an abnormal manner, crying or tears dropping for no reason constant yawning and dropping of tears, um, involuntary movements and limbs shaking depending on the power of the eye, heart palpitating, tense muscles, general weakness and inability to work, chilly limbs in general, bluish and greenish bruises without clear medical reasons. Symptoms include constant or separate sighing as well. The social symptoms are loss of one's trade and wealth, hatred of one's family and relatives, wife and husband, and loss of one's job. Okay, so what exactly is the evil eye? The evil eye is a concept that a certain hostile glance against people can result in injury, illness, or even death. That is the basic definition. I obviously believe the death is extreme. Um, usually they say that the victim is unaware that it's happening to them, but 
towards like the end they might feel that there was like some kind of penetrating glare like a negative energy hovering around them after it so then they might say i think i um received the evil eye so the best way obviously to uh protect yourself from the evil eye is wearing an hamsa or an evil eye necklace bracelet ring just anything with that on it i'm gonna talk about other ways that you can protect yourself that not a lot of people know about so a little history on it it can be traced back to the mediterranean around 5,000 years ago uh, basically around um, mesopotamia so like turkey syria iraq and uh, basically people would use eye-shaped amulets to protect themselves and then in egypt it was merged with the eye of horus and sailors would like paint their ships with it to protect themselves when they would travel so uh also it could be cast accidentally or on purpose so actually everyone has this idea that only evil people can inflict the evil eye that's not a hundred percent true you actually if you're a good person you might accidentally put the evil eye on someone uh they say that if it's caused by envy and if you just gaze when you're envious on somebody that can cause the evil eye so it's great to be careful and always just practice like love and like you know inspiration for other people and you should just always just have a positive outlook when you look at someone regardless of what they have or they don't have or if they are like you um actually another thing that i personally never could understand and i did not like was that compliments and praise can attract the evil eye because when you think about it like you want to attract good into the world obviously but that can attract evil eye like it doesn't make any sense when you think about it Uh, So people who are happier, more successful, talented, or even really beautiful, they're more at risk from the evil eye because they might attract loud praise, lavish praise, which then kind of turns into envy. So uh, that was actually first like talked about with Socrates. He said that do not speak loudly and then evil eye might come. So that's pretty interesting that it can go back all the way till there. Um, Fun fact, in Palestine and Romania, and also some other European countries I've heard, uh, saying what a beautiful child is really frowned, frowned upon because that is a phrase that they say can attract evil eye. So they always just say you have a very ugly child in a way and that's saying that the child's very beautiful and protects them from the evil eye. Uh, so when we also talk about evil eye, we want to kind of separate it from the fact that it could attract, um, evil spirits, uh, demons. They're not related. Anyone who tells you that they're related, it's, it's a whole separate concept. So just separate, please separate the two. Don't combine them. So some things that you could do to protect yourself from the evil eye, for girls especially, wearing red nail polish. I know it sounds crazy, but the color red on the nails 
can actually protect from the evil eye. I always suggest, and this is something that I practice, uh, hair carries a lot of energy. So you never want somebody who's pretty envious touching your hair because that inflicts evil eye. And if you're around a lot of people that you probably do not have like the best feelings for and you don't think that they have the best feelings for you uh always wash your hair after uh coming back home from being with this many people it's always great to wash especially after an event obviously now we don't have many of those because of covid but even if you're like at a small dinner party and there's like someone there that you do not like and they just have that like penetrating gaze it's always really great to wash your hair Okay, so let's talk about the talisman that um, can help protect you against the evil eye. The first one is called the Nazars. So it's the blue glass bead with the uh, white light blue inside and the black circle in the middle. Uh, that's like the most common one. Everybody just wears that with like on a strand or a bracelet. The next one is called the Cornicello and that's in uh, originates from Italy. It's the little horn. So... What's interesting is they use the circular gesture. That is the equivalent of like knocking on wood to protect yourself from the evil eye. And then the last one that most people know is the Hamsa, which originates from West Asia, that reflects the malevolent gaze back upon those who cast it. So that's the most common one. You can basically get any kind of jewelry with the Hamsa on it. Uh, the Christians have, you know, something similar like the crucifix carrying a cross and they pray for protection. But these talismans are the most common ones that people wear. So another thing that you could do is wear reflective charms like mirrors, whatever bad comes towards you. It gets sent back to the person who cast it. And another really important thing is to ground yourself. So meditate exercise take bubble baths anything that could help you heal that negative energy from you way quicker so um i like to put my feet into the ground ground to the earth or at the beach when the weather is nice uh, you can just search ways to ground yourself and you can help yourself shield yourself from the evil eye some other tips to protect yourself from evil eyes straight from grandma straight from iran <laughs> i'm sure a lot of you have heard about this number one put salt over your head after you come back from somewhere take a handful and just uh go counterclockwise around your head and then toss the salt preferably outside in the ground in the earth next burn sage or s fanned I sell sage, I have sage, anybody who needs, I carry it in my store. And another thing is fish eye, which counts as the evil eye talisman. So uh, in the Middle East, a lot of people would acquire fish eyes and wear them as a protection against the evil eye. So that is also available to you. So I'll be giving some tips from uh, shaman healer Denise Lynn. She's uh, based here in the U.S. And some of these tips are a little bit extreme, but I thought I could include them as well. So everybody can just get an understanding of uh, different ways to get rid of the evil eye and what it could do. I'm not saying that I believe in most of these. I'm just saying that these are other rituals and different things that you could do. And you can choose whether or not to believe in it. 
but because this is an evil evil eye episode i just thought that it was good to include so number one a coconut ritual you take a coconut in your right hand then you circle it over your head three times and you visualize these forces that are affecting you then you imagine the coconut's eyes as the evil eyes and smash the coconut on the road away from your house people also do this in a temple and then an aura cleansing which is you get someone who's older than you you get them to burn some camphor and move the flame over your body from head to foot three or more times to burn away the force that is basically clouding your aura so following this the fire must be left outside the property compound and you should take a warm shower to restore yourself new energy so when you're doing cleansing of any kind you kind of want to do this outside so whatever energy is coming off of you leaves you and doesn't stay in your home another thing you could do is lime therapy you take a lime and you run it over your body from head to the sole of your foot three or more times and then you dispose the lime after cutting it into halves the next one is egg remedy this is something that i'm a little bit more familiar with i've heard this i think it's a middle eastern thing but you move an egg around the troubled person three or more times while chanting mantras or prayers aimed at the unhealthy glance you then you take the egg outside the property and you smash it on the crossroads next one is kind of a repellent you hang a blue eye bead or dill herb on the main door entrance of your house to ward off unwanted focus by visitors to your property i mean the blue eye bead is the most more common one but the dill herb is, isn't one that i've heard of yet so that could be interesting a uh, salt cleansing i've heard a variation of this and i'm sure a lot of people have heard a variation of this you prepare a fire and you pass a handful of salt around the affected person's head three or more times and then you toss the salt into a fire magnets actually are very powerful as well so you can take a magnet and run it over your body ending at the sole of your feet you can do this a few times before throwing the magnet into a fire they have the power to pull the evil eye off the affected person another thing that i've heard is very very powerful i even i even eat the oil not for the evil eye but just for a lot of health reasons because they are so just beneficial for everything black cumin so you can wrap some black cumin seeds in a paper cloth and then swing it before the eyes of the affected person several times burn the package in a fire and when you hear the sneeds snap it's an indication that the evil eye cast has been cracked if you don't hear a sound you can try other methods but you're supposed to hear one I also talked about this before, but mirrors, they have the power to reflect the evil eye straight back where it came from. So you can arrange them on the doorway of a house or a small mirror sewn into your clothing can reflect unwanted attention or property on your property or yourself. Another thing a lot of people do is they wear safety pins on clothing. Safety pins also are, act as an evil eye protector. Last but not least, this is a very interesting way to protect yourself you can collect 21 palm leaves tie them into a knot in the shape of a garland and wave it around the afflicted person next you take a pot and you place them and an old shoe 
and a broom in the room of the person overnight, keeping the items covered. This is very extensive. The next morning, dispose the pot's contents at the crossroads or burn the garland outside the property compound. So if you need to find out how it's been removed, you can place three drops of oil into a pan of fresh water. If the drops remain round and distinct, the eye is gone. Again, these are extreme methods, but these are from Shaman Denise Lynn. And uh, they are sourced all over from like Indonesia, Australia, India, and a lot of experts use these tactics. So find one that works for you. So another way to protect yourself from evil eye that is used in Mexico is by using an egg that I mentioned, but it's a universal symbol of purity and birth. So it can absorb evil energies as it passes over the forehead. And so what they do is they take the egg and it's broken over a bowl of water and they look at it to see if there are any unusual shapes. An oval or an eye shape seen in the yolk or the whites is said to indicate that the evil eye's power has been removed from the victim. Another thing that they say, but I'm not sure, is that uh, the gender of the person who cast the evil eye can be determined from the shapes. So back to the salt to ward off evil eye. Scattering salt on the floor just inside one's front door or outside is the way that Sicilians would ward off evil eye. Uh, so they say that these unaccountable greens are supposed to create confusion in the mind of the evil wisher. So that's what it really meant. Another thing in Sicily, which is really important, is if you spill olive oil, you have to throw down some salt immediately. Spilling olive oil is a very, very bad sign. Uh, and again, back to the different kinds of things that you can wear, the red corn pendant, the ones that look like uh, little chili peppers, uh, it saves the time you have to make the sign of the horns nonstop. So like wearing it counts as like the evil eye that we all wear. It's just more um, specific to Italy. Another very simple thing to use is turmeric. So women in India used to apply turmeric on their body and also wear turmeric root during marriage ceremonies. So that was to kind of receive abundant cosmic grace. Uh, so now consuming it orally can actually have more power. So this turmeric powder can be consumed with milk without sugar. And then it not only prevents your colds and strengthens your immune system, but it energizes your chakras and your spiritual centers. And it makes your body a receiver of this abundant cosmic energy. So people affected by evil eye uh, evil spirits should drink sugarless milk with turmeric powder daily in the morning, not at night. That's important. So this is told to remove the evil energies from the body. It also protects you from cancer, blood diseases, worms, viruses, STDs. Also, it's a great immune factor for HIV and AIDS. Um, and another thing that you could do is uh, get a big round bowl filled with water. Add neem tree leaves and mango leaves in this water. And now, sitting face towards the east direction, you look at the water bowl for 15 to 20 minutes. And then you pour this water outside your house after you do this for the whole day. You do this for 21 days and the negative energies will leave. 
This is another method used in India. Let's take a short break. I wanted to talk about, obviously, I'm all for small female-run businesses, and I have to shout out to Lola's in New Jersey. That's at Lola's NJ on Instagram. It's run by Melanie Gibson. She is 23 years old, and she owns her own business. She carries the cutest sets, the best sets for your work from home wardrobe, best accessories, all designer inspired, great jewelry at affordable prices. And she supports other female owned businesses. Obviously, I had to get behind that and I had to collaborate with her. So shop lolasnj.com or go on Instagram and tell her I sent you. Enjoy. Happy shopping. Some more tips on how to protect yourself from evil eye in india actually women would wear coal or black eyeliner to prevent it from being placed on them on newborn babies they would put a small black dot on the forehead near the hair half hiding in the hair to ward off the evil eye uh, animals would also be washed in water and turmeric powder as well you can also place colorful beads or stones in a white bowl when it comes to helping it come off of babies you take a pinch of salt in the palm and you close it then you move it thrice clockwise and then thrice the other way over the baby's head and the salt must then be put in a jar of water uh, for babies who are suffering from or children suffering from constant stomach aches or colicky babies, take a fistful of sand and then mix it with mustard seeds and then apply it on the baby's stomach and then take that and burn it. Next thing that you could do, which is also very interesting, is keep an aquarium to the south side of the hall. That also helps against the effect of evil eye um, when it comes to warding off evil eye from like your business competitors or neighbors place a lemon in a glass full of water make sure the glass is clear a transparent one keep the glass in a place which is very visible to people who visit your home change the water every day then every saturday remove the lemon and replace it with a new one this helps prevent any evil eye against your business or your profession. For pregnant women, uh, it's said to carry two to three neem leaves before going out of the house and burn them after coming back in order to convert the evil eye to ashes. Uh, evil eye for peace in relationships and studies of children. Uh, you can roast a chili, lemon, or a large seashell that kind of acts as the sage that we have. Another thing that I really like to have is fresh flowers in the house. Fresh flowers actually brings in positive energy and prevents against evil eye. A lucky bamboo plant you can get at Asian markets that is also really great for evil eye and also just cleanses the air and is great for uh, collecting bacteria. Um, another thing you could do this has also been told to people who have maybe spirits in their home, light white candles. They attract good energies and don't light black candles because they can attract misfortunes and it's just 
great to just don't avoid them you know next thing is water so water absorbs bad energies and they get flushed out with flowing water if you want to bring peace and relaxation and purify your environment the best thing to do is place a fountain in your yard or your garden even a small one will do the trick another thing which is very common is to burn incense the white smoke is believed to have health benefits both physical and mental and the aroma can help achieve a spiritual and meditative setting guys we have an extra long episode today with a special guest her name is Tammy Mahmali she is an Israeli Persian artist from California she just recently put out an evil eye collection which is to die for beautiful it's gorgeous and she has a lot of insights on the evil eye how to not be afraid of the evil eye she also gives out some of her protection tips and it was a great conversation and I hope you guys enjoy it and I'd love to hear your thoughts after. Um, so my name is Tammy Makmali and I am um, I'm an artist. I uh, coach um, and uh, teach art with meditation. Um, this is what I do. Um, it's not linear. Uh, what I do, it's basically um, bring spirituality and creativity together and help people do the same thing that I do. Of course, um, each one have, I mean, everyone have their own um, personality, their own style, but I just bring it, I just encourage them to um, um create and be courageous about finding their own calling this is what i do that's beautiful you're kind of like an art coach i'd have to say there yeah should be i do mindful art like yeah it, it is uh, it's called mindful art yes this is what i do i love that what what are the benefits of mindful art so um it's healing the first um, thing that comes into my mind is the healing. It's a very healing process. It um, started for me when people ask me how I can uh, let go, go, let go of anxiety, worry, and fears. And I said, you know what? Just sit down and start writing, and take this writing and make a painting out of it. And then look at that and. Um, this is how it started by meditating, journaling, and painting. And um, uh, people find that um, from this action, they could feel um, better and uh, heal, and then go and do other things that they were afraid of. Because I think what's happened in the process of creating it, we're taking the uh, a five-year-old inner child and holding mm-hmm. the hand of this inner child and um, with the adult us at the moment creating something beautiful when we both agree to it and when we bring the inner child into any art into any creativity we create magic because there is no the resistance disappear the inner inner being 
feel heard, seen. And this is what we want every time that we do something. We want to be heard. We want to be seen. We yeah. want to have a voice. And you find your voice when you create. Each time that you create something, doesn't matter if someone's going to see it or not. You're doing it for yourself, first of all. And then if you feel mm-hmm. comfortable, you're showing it to the world. But first thing is that you're doing it to be heard and seen and have a voice in this world. That is powerful stuff. So it's a type of art therapy. Is it similar to the art therapy classes a lot of people take? I I agree. I I believe so. I believe so. I love that. I love that. I wanted to speak to you regarding Evil Eye because my first intention with the episode was to give people background about it because I feel like a lot of people are scared about it, scared of it, scared about what it entails, like the pressure comes with it. So when I saw your art, I thought you'd be the perfect person to kind of explain why you paint with it so much. So I want to start with uh, how you were introduced to Evil Eye or your earliest memories of being told about it. Uh, Okay, so um, I'm going to start from the beginning because um, Mm -hmm. these are a lot of questions. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to start from the yeah, beginning. Sure. Actually, maybe we started at the end. During COVID, I started mm-hmm. this this amazing voice was nudging me to um, make these circles. And I've been doing mm-hmm. circles for years uh, for healing, for art therapy. Right. I, I was circling all the time. And by the way, I looked at my vision board from last year, yesterday, because I'm starting to do all these workshops with vision boards. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that, and the whole vision board, it's filled with eyes. Wow. And that's cool. A year ago, January, I did not think that I I will have a collection with evil eye or even eyes. And this vision board is filled with eyes. So the power of intention, the power of vision, vision envisioning and goal setting, it's just amazing. So that let's go amazing. back to answering your your uh, question. So during COVID, I went back. I, I there was a nagging voice to to make an eye. Mm-hmm. I was actually in San Diego with my family during a vacation, a mini vacation during COVID, and I was sitting in the hotel. I had few minutes, and this this I, um, hand movement. I was just listening to the. I was just going with the hand movement and just making these strokes, and then I came out of few colors, and it was the gold, blue, and white, and light blue, mm-hmm. and I just went with that. Came home, started making a series of paintings where where I um, started um, making painting 15 divine circle of protections. Each uh, color has attributes and prayers for safety and protection. Now, mm-hmm. this this I call divine guidance because if you ask me, I did not even plan it. It just came out, just formed. Wow. So, um, and people loved it. I was actually surprised because for me, it's something that I grew up with and I did not, mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal for me, you know, because I grew up in a, in an Iranian um, Jewish uh, house where I was, uh, it was all over. I mean, it was in the jewelry, in the clothing, yes. in the house, as the furniture, in part of the um, fabric. So I, I, 
every store that I went to had, for protection reasons, some some um, piece of the um, evil eye next to the register or next mm-hmm. to the shop for protection. So for me growing up, when I was always looking for something to help me to ease my worry and anxiety, yeah. because I was perceived like the too sensitive child mm. in the family, and I felt like I am I my feelings are too much, and I'm a very intuitive kid, and mm. it felt like a curse back then, not a blessing. Today I see it as a blessing, but yeah. when you're a kid and you have all these wires going on, and you feel like I'm seeing too much, I'm feeling too much, I'm not normal, and the world didn't feel safe, so. Uh, luckily, I lived in Israel where, <laughs> I don't know if you know that, you can find all spiritual solutions everywhere. There are yeah, dozens of, of uh, um, um, pieces of protection, prayers, rituals. Uh, the people wrote from all over the world just to protect you from uh, uh, bad luck and curses. Yeah. So for me, it was just a piece that's going to remove the the um bad luck you know sometimes people um even just by glaring at you without yes. thinking uh, giving it a second thought in a second i the energy can change in the room in the person that's why we like we burn sage that's why we mm-hmm. do we um burn incense you know we do so yes. many things candles to do this. Mm-hmm. I see it the same way that we uh, light candles to clean the, clear the energy, burn sage to clean the energy. We right. put the evil eye painting or the jewelry on our bodies, the painting in our homes, just for protection and give divine guidance. I don't, I, I don't look at that like uh, something uh, negative. I never looked at it as something negative. Yeah. That's very good. It's good because I feel like when people hear this, it could make them a little bit less scared and more open to accepting the symbol. Like the other day, let me tell you, somebody kept posting a picture of her child, and every time she would post a picture of her child, she would put the evil eye emoji. And I would, I was thinking to myself, why do you even have to do that? Just don't post the picture. But that person wants people to see their kid but not give it evil eye. Like, I was um, a little bit confused. I was a little bit, what are your thoughts on that? I was a bit confused. Um, it's, it's, it's still the symbol of superstition. You know, mm-hmm. people look at that as a strong symbol that can protect them from uh, bad luck. Or, so people use it when they don't feel safe. They feel mm-hmm. that someone can um, outcast a spell on them or when they don't feel s- safe, they do that, you know. I mm-hmm. never had uh, any jewelry uh, with evil eye on my kids until last few years. They're teenagers and they buy it themselves. So I, when I was, um, when I had my first newborn, I had a friend mm-hmm. from Mexico and she bought me the evil eye uh, in a pin, and she said, "Just put it in her bed. Put it in her mm-hmm. bed." And I'm like, "Okay, what is she talking about?" So it's different. We are all thinking different. Wow. Some people don't feel safe in the world, and they just carry that with them for safety. Yeah. 
So, you know. I understand what you mean, but it's also a choice to put those pictures on social media. You don't have to. That's what I mean. Like, I'm a little bit confused. Like, for example, if you have a relative that you cannot avoid, okay, and that relative carries evil eye, that in order to do stuff to protect, you should do because you can't really tell a family member, like, hey, don't come over. I think you give my child evil eye. <laughs> but, like, the posting on Facebook or social media, that to me is different. <laughs> so, yeah. That's I understand. That I, I understand your perspective, but I think yeah. this woman, when mm-hmm. she posts the, the child, she sees what what we see. She looked at she looks at the world like one person looking at this child, and she wants to protect it uh, from this child person. Got it. But if you That's look at the world it. as a as a very um, safe place, when mm-hmm. no one has the power to do anything to me unless I give them my power, and mm-hmm. and if you don't give anyone power, and if you look at the world as a safe place, there everyone wanting your well being. You will mm-hmm. not feel so unsafe. When I posted my painting with the evil eye, there were a lot mm-hmm. of people that were turned off. There were a lot of people that thought I have other intentions to just bring safety and protection. And I wow. called them. I could call them um, the um, evil eye collection. I did not even mm-hmm. think about it for a second, even for mm-hmm. half a second, about them as evil eye. I called them the divine circle of protection. Because I really think that we there is protection in them. You know, when we put them, we feel safe. Why people do that? Why is this woman posting these photos of her child? With mm-hmm. so she feels like this thing can protect a child. And she does not think me and you are going to look at that because we could care less. She thinks right. about someone specific that she knows wow. it's not safe for this child. You know, mm. and people are, are not thinking sometimes, like, they don't see the big picture. A lot of times people see the, the, the little thing that they want to see, and they are small-minded about that, you know. So we I'm are agreeing. here to educate. We are here yep. to bring a light. We are here to make a difference. Awareness. and the, Awareness, and that's why me and you are talking about it. And that's why we yeah. attract people that don't, are thriving. They want to do the same. They have the same goal. You know, to elevate, to educate, to bring awareness, to bring, to make this world a better place. You know, even as a five years old, I say five, and I don't mean that even five. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, a thing in in the Middle Eastern. It's like a, yeah. You know, even at this age, I was I wanted to paint a better world. Even when I was little, I knew that my goal is to paint a better world. And if you think about that, we all know what we want to do and be even as when we are young but sometimes mm. there are forces beyond us that that are telling us just to wait a minute it's not time just a minute a lot of people call it the ainara or uh, yeah. they call it the evil eye but yeah. how about calling it the in, intervention you know it's, mm, it's timing it's, it's a timing. It's God's time, not my time. You know, it's God's will, not my will. That's why when we want to attract and manifest, we don't say, God, bring me this person or give me right. this amount. We say, God, Hashem, higher power, show me what's the best for this universe. What is the best thing for the world, you know, 
not only for me, what's going to bring the best in this world for everyone? What is the common welfare for everyone in this world? Not only me and you, you know? I love that. I'm very shocked that uh, you and your family weren't wearing any evil eye jewelry until a few years ago. <laughs> I, I, am, feel like I am surprised. I'm surprised there was this... Um, I I was I was also surprised. Uh, I have to tell you, one of mm-hmm. my relatives for a wedding, she put uh, um, the hamsa, the hand sign, mm-hmm. diamonds all over her wedding dress. Oh to wow! To protect herself from evil eye, and this was the first time I saw it on clothing when I actually moved to Los Angeles. I don't wow, know. That's pretty I, cool. I, that's very cool. Yeah, and and it it's. If you look at that like protection, if you look at that like a beautiful piece of art, if you look at that mm-hmm. like a design, like jewelry, it's it shifts your mindset to look at yeah. that like in a different light. That's a good tip. That it's look encouraging. It. Yeah, that it's actually uh, beautiful. That it's you know it's uh, it's bigger picture than the little narrow mind of oh it's super superstition, you know. I find that the people who are scared of evil eye more actually attract more like terrible energy and bad like more uh, bad things happen to them more or they they, re- they say oh no I don't believe in it they actually believe in it more. Do you think that could be right? It's um, your the law of manifestation. Yeah. This it's is what Tony Robbins talked about. This is what the law. Uh, this is what the secret talks about. When you focus on something, you talk about it, you think about it, you, mm-hmm. you attract it. If we, there is a very um, vivid memory I, I have when I was listening to Tony Robbins once, and he said, you know, if you are driving in the freeway and all you're thinking about, instead of thinking about your destination, you think about how you're going to hit a wall. Yeah, you oh, I've heard that. If you hit a wall. You know, and this is what's happened. If you are focused on your success and how to bring more light and beauty into this world, this is what you're going to attract. But if you are sitting and you're afraid how people are going to be envious, how someone going to bring you a big, big lab, bad laugh, this is what you're going to attract. Very, very true. You know what's funny? I remember, like, over time, I would slowly learn that evil eye came in different symbols. And I'm going to talk about it on this episode with the solo part where I listed in, like, every country, everybody has a symbol. But I remember, like, the first time I wore, like, a T-shirt, like a vintage T-shirt, which had, like, pins on it. And my mom was like, oh, good, it's good for protection. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, it's also evil eye symbol. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah. I remember somebody wore... She said back in the 80s, I don't know who it was, but she wore like an evening gown that was like cut out with pins all over her. It's my that's when she learned the about finger gugush. I think it's the finger gugush. Was it? Okay, I guess, I guess gugush did it too. This was somebody like, I don't know, like a family friend or like someone at a party, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so <laughs> that was like my first like, oh, wow, like it comes in so many symbols. In Italy, it's a pepper because I would see these women wearing like, pepper necklaces and wonder why are they wearing vegetables on their neck and then I was like oh wow that's evil eye this superstition and beliefs come in so many ways if you think about it I in so many ways I grew up I used to remember relatives wearing salt 
bags, little bags with salt into their wedding dresses. Like I said, oh. my relative sewing this um, hand sign under her wedding dress. I remember when we moved from Iran to Israel, my mom was mm-hmm. so scared. She put on each one of um inside our T-shirts, she put like mm-hmm. the safety pin for our safety. She wow. didn't know any other way to protect us. So she mm. did all, everything in her power to give us some sense of safety and protection. You know, we can mm. turn everything into magic and beauty. Mm-hmm. And you can, we can turn everything into something that is negative. We have a choice, like you said before. Yes. We can make a conscious, um, conscious decision every single day that whatever we see, we're going to turn it into something positive and beautiful and a learning experience that's going to help us grow and make, make, make this world a better place. That's true. So we need to learn not to be afraid of evil eye, but embrace it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to tell you, mm-hmm. I never never sold so many pieces like I did with this evil eye. I have to tell I you, believe I had, it. A, I had a whole, I, I was surprised. I was so surprised. I mean, now when I create, it's very intuitive. Like mm-hmm. the voice called my name and still resisting and saying the voice, not now, come later. I listen to it because it brings magic. People love their pieces that come out of joy and intu- intuition. So when this this collection comes, I did not know what I'm doing. I all of a sudden there were names to this um, to this. There was a amethyst uh, intelligent protection. There was turquoise piece protection. There was like onyx block. The the blocks for power and prosperity protection. So I sold so many pieces. I was surprised wow. people bought the red one, and I'm like, uh, they bought the red one because they wanted courage and protection. They wanted the pink for, I mean, I was like, it was beyond understanding. But people want that. You know, people want to feel nurtured. They want to feel safe. They want to feel protected. And they will do anything for it, you know. I'm curious. Do people come to, oh, so sorry. (laughs) So say it, say it. No, I was wondering, so do people, um, come to you and say, Tammy, I feel like there might be a presence in my house or maybe some bad luck or a curse in my family. Can you paint me something? Do people like tell you and like kind of vent to you as like a therapist with oh this? Oh my I God. Feel like non-stop. Ha- yeah, right? non-stop. So one of the things that I do, I go and I sage my friends' uh, houses. I actually okay. do sage, burning sage for them. And even sure. in my uh, workshops, if it's a vision board workshop or a paint night workshop or a spiritual meditation workshop, often when someone has a problem or something, we sage, we burn a sage. Yeah. And while I was um, promoting this um, collection, people, mm-hmm. even when I did the Hanukkah boutique or other boutiques for uh, the holiday gift shop I, I had, People ask me, can you tell me what I need? I have this and, thing going, this, and this going on. Can you mm-hmm. let me know what you can recommend? And intuitively, I either will turn to one of the um, uh, divine circles and I recommend, mm-hmm. or I will ask them, what color do you think do you need? And they will, very intuitively, they will pick the right one for them. 
So wow. we have, when we tap into our inner wisdom, miracles happen. You know, we know what we want. It's when we don't listen to the inner voices that we are not, um, we don't get the messages. You know, when we block them by our, we can block them, but not li- by not listening to them. That's, yeah, that's very true. So would you mind sharing some other like evil eye protection tips that you have that maybe we haven't heard of besides wearing an evil eye? Do you have any? Um, other, um, other things for protection? Mm-hmm. Um, so burning sage for me is the first one. Lighting candles is yeah. the other one. I usually um, uh, tell my clients to um, turn uh, burn three candles for one week when they're struggling with something or looking for answers. And of course, it's very when they are not finding um, serenity. I tell them to do that. If someone Ooh, passed away and they are grieving. I actually recommend to um, turn on, I mean, burn three candles. One mm-hmm. of it for um, our ancestors, because I'm mm. a big believer that I carry with me wherever I go my ancestors. I carry hundred percent my grandma, my great grandma, God knows who else. All the people with the unfinished business that they need to make a tikkun. You know, yes. in Kabbalah we say tikkun. Everyone mm-hmm. with unfinished business. I, t- I burn the first candle with the intention. I sit in front of it and I say, Divine Guidance, God, Hashem, whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. please, this this candle I'm lighting for my ancestors. This is for you. Show me the way. I love that. Because I do, th- this is the first candle. And then the second ca- candle, I burn it and I say, this is for the old me. All my mm. old beliefs, ideas, everything that is not no longer serving me, everything that I do, think, say that is no longer serving me, right now at this moment I'm letting go. I do that, and then the third candle, I burn it and I say, "This is for today, for the present, for the new me, for everything that I want divine guidance to show me." What do you want me to do? What are your mm-hmm. intentions for me? This is the third candle. And then I sit and I mm-hmm. look at the candles and I meditate for 5 to 15 minutes. And for me, mm-hmm. this was a life-changing. I have to tell you, this was wow. a life-changing, you know. This is one thing that I do. Besides, um, I have a routine in the morning. I wake up and right away I say prayers, if it's in Hebrew prayers or English prayers. Um, I say them, and then I write three morning pages that are taking all the garbage out of my system. There are everything that I want to clear. I do that. And then, um, yes, uh, I put the worries and things that I don't know what to do and I need answers in a God box. I don't know if you heard about God box, but um, I created created God boxes also. and I, I wrote a uh, blog about the healing. Um, what is a God box? God box is basically a box that you can create at home, and um, that you 
intent this God back the box to be for everything that you want uh, God to answer. And mm, it's I like a Reiki box. I know. <laughs> you have a Reiki box. Yes. I have a zero. Yes. yes. So I went, please help me with whatever <laughs> concern, my problems. And I put it there and I closed. I put, actually, I put a date. And I come a few days later and I open it. And a lot of things just unfold and happen and I find solutions because I, I give away these things that bother me so I can go and live my day. It's, it's an amazing tool to let go of anxiety. And uh, another thing, I burn sage. Mm-hmm. I take the sage and I walk around the room or around myself oh. and I burn it. I light candles. I um, um, If I feel someone that is not safe, a lot of mm-hmm. the times, I don't wear, I don't know if I wear the khamsa. I... Uh, Maybe I have I have the Anabakoach. It's the Hebrew prayer of the Kabbalah. Oh, it's that's the great. prayer. Yeah, I have it also written all over my um, uh, evil eye, divine protection, all over the circles. If you look carefully, it's the Anabakoach prayer. Oh, that's such a nice so touch. I, I love it. Yeah. That. So even on my God boxes, I wrote the Anabakoach. Some of them have um, the Serenity prayer from uh, the 12 step program. So this, uh, I know people that carry salt when they go somewhere. Yeah, I've heard feel that. Like the, the safety pin. Um, I have in my room, I have a lot of um, protection stones, you know, the amethyst, the pink one that I put underneath my my bed when I go to sleep just for clarity mm. and just good That's luck good. and uh, try um, white quartz. That's better. I have I, guess, it. I, I think it's the white quartz. Rose quartz, so I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one makes um, me very hyper. I don't know why. Which one? Rose quartz. My naturopath told me that rose quartz is the worst crystal for me, and I tried sleeping with it under my pillow, and uh-huh. I was so hyper I couldn't sleep I was having like bad dreams terrible I like oh, white quartz and selenite it's very good I think mine is white I'm also wearing a lot of them I wear a lot of them I go to the house of uh, yeah house of inspiration and I buy a lot of uh, stones what else I, I do I, I believe in showers for cleansing I believe yeah. in walking meditation um, and also um mm-hmm. I remember when we used to go to gym before um, COVID. <laughs> if I yeah. felt, yeah, if I felt that someone is not feeling well when they're mm-hmm. looking at me or giving me, uh, they their look does not look good. I uh-huh. used to create. A, I I will take my hand and create a mirror between me and them, like a division, like a mm. a wall with my hand, with my la- left hand or right hand. And I will say right away, I'm divinely protected. I'm divinely protected. I will do that. I will clear the energy with cutting the air between me and them. This is what I will do. It's like a bubble. It's like a mirror. It's like a wall. Um, I will do that a lot of times. And also bless people. Every time Mm -hmm. I see someone that is not feeling well or giving not a good look, I will just pray for them. God, give them everything that they need protect them save them help them send good energy i believe in sending good energy you know i try to do that all the time with my reiki but some people are not receptive so it's not our job 
yeah, yeah, blessing and healing to everyone. This is what we do with our art. This is what we do with mm-hmm. our craft. We send blessing and healing to everything that we do, to our bodies, to our energy. What we, what I do, it's my business. You yeah. Know? What yeah. other people think about me, it's not my spiritual mm-hmm. business. You know. Exactly. So I love that. Yes. Love yes, that. Yes, you ended it on a perfect note. I just wanted want you to tell people where to find your beautiful art and how to support you. Oh, thank you so much. So um, I actually love when people contact me. So you can go to Instagram and find me, um, um, Tammy McMally. It's my first name and last name. I have my website is also TammyMcMally.com. Um you can send me a message, you can, whatever is comfortable. I'm very simple. I would love to hear from you. I uh, love when people um, comment. I, uh, on my, on my um, website, I have blog with a lot of uh, free resources, free information that you can tap in and look at and just download. So, yeah. Perfect. Tammy, thank you so much again. I really had a good time with you, and I'm sure everyone's going to really enjoy this episode. There isn't anything really out there on this, so I'm glad that we could get together and talk about it. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. You're doing such an amazing work, and uh, I'm honored to be part of it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tammy. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. just wanted to end the episode and make sure just to say that as much as I believe in the evil eye and certain things there's people that take it to the extreme and they really let it um, dominate their lives and make it to the point where they're alienating other people fact that if you're gonna stop people from seeing your children or coming into your home because you're scared of the evil eye that's not how it should be I believe the more you fear it the more it's attracted to you so yes be aware of it watch it do everything you can to protect yourself from it but don't let this take over your life because that's when you will attract more of it so honestly just put on a bracelet put on a little necklace never take it off don't ever think about it ever again and always just meet people with like love and positivity and just don't hold on to negativity from people who you believe have it uh just as long as you wear those things and you protect yourself, you're going to be okay. Just don't let it ruin your life, run your life. Don't let it stop you from seeing certain people. Just take the necessary precautions to not be affected by it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.